What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty Channel. My name is TJ McClelland, and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in, and let's have some fun. Hey, all you beautiful people. We're back for another fun episode. This one is going to be kind of crazy. We're kind of get vulnerable here. I know every now and then we have a vulnerable episode. This one is probably one of the more vulnerable episodes just because it is talking about one of my biggest failures in business. Got a couple of stories about it. And then I'm going to share a little bit of insight about where the company's at as a whole currently. And like I said, it's kind of an insight into my personal life. So yeah, without further ado, we are talking about one of my biggest failures in this business in total dollar amount it might not seem like it was that big but at the time it was something that really kind of crushed my client and then it, it put a bad taste in the client's mouth about my professional ethics about being on top of a transaction so i'll kind of just go into it with a story so this was when i was selling homes in north carolina and it was probably my third or fourth deal so i was relatively brand new not seasoned did not understand a lot of things going in and out of transactions i had closed a couple prior to then but i just it, you just haven't seen a lot of things in real estate if you've only done one two three four deals because every deal is different and there are so many different facets during a transaction so it's hard to see everything in that short amount of time and to, to be honest it's hard to see everything in real estate honestly i've been selling homes for or i've had a license for almost 15 years and still have things come up that I'm like, wow, I have never seen that before. So anyway, so this transaction, just picture me brand new, you know, just trying to work deals, have fun with transactions, create lasting relationships with my clients. And then we were selling a home. So not me, but I was helping somebody sell their home in North Carolina. I didn't realize that in the very beginning, the buyers had selected that they wanted the washer and dryer. And this is such a common mistake, but I didn't realize that. And so when we went to get to the closing table, we got closed and then my clients proceeded to move out. And I can't remember if it was a washer and dryer, or if it was just a washer. So don't quote me on that. But it, I just remember it being a tough time. And it was I was just in a in a world of I didn't know what to do. And it was in a uh, it was just one of those times, I guess I'd, I don't have really good strong words about how I felt other than it just didn't feel good. And my client wasn't happy that this happened. So when we closed, my clients took the washer and dryer. And then when the new buyers got there, they were like, hey, there was supposed to be a washer and dryer here. And there's not. And my clients had moved like to Germany or something. I can't remember that part either. But it was a long ways away. I think it was a PCS and they were accepting orders at a different base. And so there wasn't a way to bring the washer and dryer back to North Carolina. <laughs> so it was kind of like, ooh, this is one of those sticky situations. And I didn't want to ask my clients because I really should have let them know that, hey, the washer and dryer needs to be there once you guys move out. I should have gone over those items with them in the beginning with the contract and I should have been more diligent about that. And I probably did. I probably did go over it with them and made sure that they knew that, hey, the washer and dryer is on the contract. Um, 
but I might not have explained the importance to the degree that I should have. And I know when we're talking about should have, would have, could have, that creates a lot of opportunity for error and it, and it creates a lot of opportunity for heartache and miscommunication. And so this is one of the lessons that I really learned from this was I, I take a lot of diligence in explaining the parts of the contract to each client so they understand what they're signing. And then I really do a lot of explaining about the items that are included in each transaction so that so that something's not really missed and so that it isn't like a big shock when we get to the end of the contract and we're like, hey, that item's not here. So anyway, long story short, the client wasn't happy with me. I wasn't happy with myself. I had really kind of let everybody down. The new buyers were not happy at their realtor. They weren't happy with me. So it was a whole mess. And I know it's just a washer and dryer, like no big deal. You know, and at that time, the home that we closed wasn't huge. So the commission in it wasn't that big. So just picture me not making that much money. And then I was like, man, I've just got to make this situation right. So the thing that I did was buy a washer and dryer. I'm pretty sure it was just a washer, but don't quote me on that. So I think it was a washer and dryer. Could have been just a washer. But anyway, I bought appliances. And it was such a lesson learned to me. I was like, there are so many different avenues in a transaction and there needs to be more communication happening between me and my clients more more consistently. So lesson learned on communicating the items that are in a transaction to make sure you guys understand that. And then on behalf of just communication in general, there just needed to be more. And so I really learned that lesson and I tried to take that into account now. Still to this day, I haven't lost any washers or dryers currently. So I did learn that lesson. Thank goodness. That would get expensive if I was buying every client a washer and dryer at the end of the deal. But I also am taking into account just being more communicative with everybody. I love more conversation than less. There's a lot of times when sometimes people are like, well, I just don't want to have that conversation or I don't want to say that kind of thing. In my opinion, I'm like, let's talk about it more. I want to be more open and I love more discussion because then sometimes you find that it wasn't that scary or you find that the clients had just forgotten that they they agreed to to leave something at the home or whatever the case may be. I find more communication to be better. So maybe this is a this is more of a, about a, a biggest failure of the first of my career just being less about communication. And so now I love to be more about communication. One last little, not last, I guess, but one more story. There was a time that I was in another transaction and this one's all about earnest money. And you guys know that one of the, the realtors deal, not deals, one of the realtors things that they need to be good at and things that they need to protect clients on is earnest money. So we are always trying to give you as much upfront knowledge about your earnest money, when it goes hard, when you might lose the earnest money, when you might breach the contract if you do something different. So we're always trying to advise on that. But there was a time that I had forgotten about one of the deadlines and really had forgotten to tell my clients like, hey, this deadline is approaching and your earnest money is going to be hard and up for grabs for the other side if we breach the contract. And now... Now, looking back, this is kind of where it all stemmed from me using deadlines very, very crucially. And I put all of the deadlines in my calendar so that I can make sure everybody hits those and give you the most up to date information at your fingertips to make the choice that's right for you. Anyway, we got to one of those deadlines and I, I, I'm pretty sure I had forgotten on the first deadline, which in North Carolina, we had similar items. There's a reoccurring theme here. I learned a lot of lessons in North Carolina early in my career 
that have helped me grow into the real estate broker that I am today. Anyway, we hit the first deadline. I think I forgot to tell them. I was like, oh crap, the earnest money's hard. And then we got to really close to a financing and appraisal deadline. And I can't remember if I all of a sudden like remembered about it or it was like an hour before. Anyway, I called my clients and was like, hey, we're about to hit this financing and appraisal deadline. Is this still the, the home that you want? And I didn't know this, but they were contemplating on backing out of the contract long before I had ever talked to them. And I don't know why they waited until I contacted them. But I think maybe it was the we're about to lose our earnest money that kind of tipped them over the edge. And they were like, we got to cancel this contract. It's not the house we want. And I was like, holy crap, why did we wait so long? This is insane. Like we should have done this a long, long time ago. And the specifics are kind of fuzzy on that because it was one of those times where I was like, scrambling to get my clients out of a contract. They have a similar process there, just one piece of paperwork that cancels the contract if you're within some of the deadlines that we have. So no problems there. It just took a, a second to get it and then get it over to the agent. But I was stressed, you know, like this was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, my clients are about to lose a thousand dollars. Like I can't let that happen. And now looking back, I mean, earnest money now is like 10,000 or more. So sometimes looking back, I have to kind of make sure I put my mind in a frame of reference that that thousand dollars was a lot writing on the contract for my clients and they couldn't afford to lose that. So I did my best to get them out of that contract. We did saved their earnest money, but it was another time when I was like, what am I lacking? Right. And I always kind of try to reflect on what happened during that what happened to make it so stressful? What was the key piece that was missing? And I'm not trying to make this video all about communication. But honestly, I wasn't communicating with my clients frequently enough for them to say, hey, this isn't the home we want to buy. Let's cancel the contract. Because we could have done it a week before that. Or whenever they decided that wasn't the house, I just didn't know about it. So, you know, the, the classic saying, you don't know what you don't know. Misha Swan always says that. And it, it is really true. The way to find that out, though, is to have those conversations with your clients, with other agents on the other side. Tons of stuff. You got to have the communication. You got to have those conversations. And so I'm really not trying to make this about communication. But maybe that is the biggest failure is lack of communication during each one of those pieces. Because I could have avoided all of those situations or both of those situations with a couple conversations. So, yeah, I guess maybe looking into my own life and my own strategy about business, lack of communication can seriously be a hindrance and can be the biggest failure in a lot of businesses. And in my personal case, you've seen it two times right there and countless other times when communication was lacking that we got to the wrong conclusion or we made the wrong choices based on the conversations that we had knowledge about or there's so many different avenues that that can go down. And so in the future, and this is for our agents on our staff, I try to preach communication and more conversations. So if you're hiring somebody on our staff and they're not talking to you as frequently as you'd like, let them know, say, hey, I would like a phone call or a text once a week, or I want to text from you more often, I want to touch base more frequently, there's a lot of benefit that to that. Even if it's just a hi, how are you? There's nothing new to go on. There's no new details. There is just benefit in more conversation. One case to the other side, I have been working with a client like recently, and I've been communicating with them at least once a week, if not a little bit more. But sometimes my text is, hi, how are you? There's nothing new going on, which is nice because sometimes like 
no news is okay because it's like, hey, everything's going streamlined. We're okay. We're waiting on a few crucial pieces to get done. Then we'll close. No big deal. So sometimes it's like, hey, it's okay if there's no new news, which is okay. But anyway, I've just been working hard on working with that client and communicating more. And it seems like they've been liking it and it's been kind of beneficial. So I guess it's been more than kind of beneficial. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this has just been about some of my biggest failures within in business and with my real estate career. It is a constant battle every day to do that. Something that I, I kind of foreshadowed in the beginning and just where the company's at right now. So as a real estate broker, we are growing and our staff is growing. So one of the biggest failures we have currently is trying to manage all the new people and making sure that every new person understands the rules and the liabilities that they're undertaking so that they can better handle their clients. And so they're they're going to learn lessons the hard way. That just happens all the time. It happened recently with one of the transactions we have going right now. And they they learned the lesson the hard way. It was also a lesson for me as well. So there are a lot of lessons being learned that way, the hard way. But I guess that is kind of a constant battle right now. That's where the company's at. We're growing. Our new people are growing. They're learning. They're growing and learning. Wow, that was a lot of ways to say that. Our new people are learning more about real estate. They are being able to understand it and they're being able to relay that and help their clients understand it so that they can feel more comfortable in their transaction. So anyway, I guess this is all about the biggest failures in my personal career thus far. I've had a bunch more stories. I could tell you a lot more stories about clients and stuff, but we'll leave it at that. And then the constant battle with our new agents. We do have a robust training program, so don't think that they're brand new because they know nothing. I am pumping time, energy, and knowledge into them. And so they are up and coming. And to, to give you a, a little experience about one of our realtors right now, she's brand new to us and already closed almost $2 million in real estate, just learning and growing. And it is awesome. We do train our realtors very, very well. And so they're, they come out of the pipeline. They might have not closed a transaction yet, but they have a bunch of knowledge behind them from our training platform. Okay, anyway, love you guys. And this has been another fun episode all about my biggest failures. <laughs> this has been vulnerable. So yeah, love you guys and we'll see you next time. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you so much for supporting us. We'll see you next time and we love you. Later. <laughs>